Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com. With over 1,400 shows, we have the answers for you. Enjoy your listening on SelfDiscoveryRadio.com. Welcome to Ask Sarah. Last week, we did a series on What Make a Woman. So this week, it is What Maketh a Man? What is a man to us? What kind of man do we like? What does he stand for? And what do we not like? Well, of course, I can only speak from my perspective. <clears throat> so I'm going to share with you the kind of man I like. Now, you know, I'm in my late 50s, so of course when I'm looking at a man, I'm going to be looking at him from a different perspective to what some of you young people are going to look at. But when we are talking about character, integrity, soul truth, living in heart, being true in spirit, it doesn't matter what the age. So, what makes a man in my eyes? Well, you know, apart from the looks. And looks can be really rather alluring. I've learnt through my many years that looks is not what everything is. I have fallen from some very good-looking men, only to find that there really wasn't the substance there that I did. I've fallen for men that weren't good-looking and may have found more substance there, but perhaps a lack of confidence. Men suffer from the same stigma that we do. This whole societal's imprint of what should be sexy, should be good-looking, should be manly, should be feminine, they are under the same scrutiny that us women are under. It's just that we see more pictures splashed all over the world on women. We don't see so many on men. But perhaps that trend is changing. I think it was um, Van Diesel who was on a talk show a little while ago where he actually said, I am so much more than my abs and I wish people would see me for who I really am and not for my body muscles. So men have the same problem women do. We don't want to be looked at for our curves. We don't want to be looked at for um, our sex appeal. We don't want to be looked at for, you know, how good we look on someone's arms. Hey, I'm not think nothing against beauty. Beauty is beauty, and some people are absolutely blessed with beauty. But there is so much more than us than just the picture in the frame. For me, a man is somebody that is true to self. He's had his journey. He's had faced his demons. He's had his ups and downs. He's been around the block a little that kind of knows what he wants in life. Above all, though, he has honor. He has integrity. He has a sense of value of life and most certainly of people. It's not about how rich he is, how big his house is, how fast his car. Hey, I'm not saying that if he has a beautiful home, drives a nice car, that I should discard him. But I don't want that to be the content of him. I love people who use their intellect. No, I'm not uh, an academic person by any means, but I love an intelligent being. I love somebody who asks questions, that's inquisitive about the world, somebody who's open to others' perspectives, somebody who loves a conversation, somebody who's stimulated by life, somebody who's a getter or thoughtful thinker, 
a person who is caring, a person that is doing, a person that strives always to be better. Now that's quite a request, isn't it? But you know, I ask that same thing of myself. I'm constantly in journey to make myself better, to improve on what I can be, not for society, not so people will notice me, so that I'm being honourable and honest with myself. It takes a long time to find that imbalance where you listen to your soul's intellect, where your heart resonates with truth, where your spirit goes into action and your mind knows all that it needs to know at the time that it needs to know it. It takes time to find that balance and trust that knowingness. It takes time to develop that inner acceptance of oneself, of embracement of our truths. It takes time in that confidence within us and who we are, not what is expected of us. It takes time and experience to discover what we're capable of, to discover all our abilities, to discover our purpose. So I'm not going to expect a man to have that at 20. He's in discovery. He's on a journey, open, ready, willing, able. But that journey for him is going to get dictated by the very character of his being. He is going to develop as he grows older into a deeper, more comprehensive character. He is going to grow into something that he admires, we hope. But <clears throat> when you have a child that is already caring, already respectful, already honorable, as well as inquisitive and open-minded, then you've got the beginnings of a wonderful man. There are far too many men that are driven by ego. And again, the ego is what? Pray tell, what? Somebody else's dictation of what you should be and you living up to that expectation, whether it be you or not? An ego is an insecurity of not being embraced who you really are, forever trying to fulfill an image of somebody else. I am fully for you to pride of self, for truly loving yourself, for who you are, what you do, what you stand for. You should love yourself. And when you find that love of self, you will find that love in others, those that will complement that love, that love partner. Yes, I want you to look good. But that isn't about the 24 abs, or the sleek hair, or the grooming. It's about how comfortable are you in your own skin. When you wear something, does it wear you, or do you wear it? Is it something that enhances who you are? Or is it something that tells me that you're not being who you want to be? Like we're not going to put somebody who is a jeans and t-shirt person in an Armani suit. If they can't carry it off, all you're going to see is the suit. At the same time, though, living in jeans and t-shirts just because it's easy and lazy is also telling me that you're not willing to grow or willing to stretch or willing to try new things, that you're willing to be complacent in yourself and who cares? So I'm comfortable, who cares? But what it tells me is that you're not willing to discover other things. You're complacent in your comfortability. So therefore, there won't be any growth with you. So therefore, 
perhaps not the canon I would particularly look for. <coughs> they say inquiring minds want to know, and I love a man with an inquiring mind. I want somebody who's investigative. I don't mean intrusive. And I don't mean investigating every part of you to dissect you, degrade you, demoralize you, but investigated of the world. Want to know more about you and how you tick, how they can fit into your world, how you can find a compatibility where the two of you can kind of unite. I certainly don't want somebody in my life that is a jokester at somebody else's expense. If you get your jollies off by belittling other people, then I'm afraid that to me is not at all respectful. You will make fun of somebody else to get a laugh at their expense. Where is the honour or the integrity in that? No, it doesn't mean to say that we don't laugh at people sometimes, but I would say laugh with them. Don't laugh at them. There are a lot of troubled souls out there that have meltdowns in front of us. And although we could see a train wreck happening, and we don't want to be a part of it because we don't want to feed it, as the media does, as soon as they see somebody going off the rails, they are there 24-7. Instead of helping them, or letting them have that meltdown in private, they're in the face, and we publicly see this person's life disintegrating in front of us. Robert Downey Jr. was one such person, highly addicted to cocaine and whatever. <coughs> he was on a downward spiral and out of rehab. A brilliant actor, incredibly talented. It felt like such a waste. What is he doing? And then he met his wife, a strong director, producer, a woman whom he clearly admires and loved, and a woman who knew how to keep his demons at bay. And now we are seeing an actor who has done numerous other movies, always excelling in them. He takes on the character. He goes a little OCD in taking on the characters, but she always reins him back in, into being truly who he is and not kind of staying in the character that he's portraying. He was lucky. He found somebody who saw the inside of him, somebody that loved him for who he was and not all the multiple roles he had got caught up in that was making him into something else. Fame and fortune can change a man. If a man has made his fame and fortune slowly, he's more likely to value it, more likely to know what to do with it. But there are so many people that are these overnight sensations, and they all get it too fast, too big, and then it almost becomes like an hysteria, and they lose that balance and they start going off the rails, and then more and more and more, they start falling. An actor that you can look at that is both good-looking, very suave, and the epitome of a man is George Clooney. When you looked at him in his younger days, really, you know, he was all right. He was talented, he was fairly good-looking, but there wasn't, you know, so much to capture your eye on. George is one of those rare people that as he's got older, he's got better, more refined, more defined, deeper. He's suave without being suave. He's cool without being cold. He's warm without being too inviting. 
He is mischievous without it at your expense. He is a little dangerous, and he is also very private. He gives us all that mystique, the epitome of man. He has got it all, yet he can't maintain a relationship. What is it in George that he can't find that complimentary mate? Is he enough to himself that he really doesn't need anybody else around him? Who knows? Only George does. But we as women look for kind of package that is George, but obviously with a little more stability. Another man that I've always liked is Pierce Brosnan. He made a great James Bond, a great Remington Steele. He doesn't mind taking the mickey out of himself. He's played some crazy roles, singing in Mamma Mia and all of that. He's a good-looking man. But he also is a funny man. He lost his first wife to cancer. Uh, he remarried, had another child, and is very much with his wife and with his children. His work is his work. He does his work, he does his promotions, and he goes home. We want a man that is that James Bondy type. We want somebody that is daredevil and dangerous. But really when it comes to being at home, we want somebody loving and kind and sensitive and caring and sharing. I know, we want it all, and we confuse you men. I know that. But you see, it's the same as with women's image. You want that sexy mom. You want that voluptuous Christina Hendricks. You want that sensual sex appeal that makes you feel like a man in the bedroom. But then you marry somebody that's caring and giving. And she isn't that other side of the coin. So you feel cheated. And all of a sudden, you come across a, a look-alike of Christina Hendricks and it's, oh, I've got to have, no matter what the cost. Life is a balance. We're not going to get everything in one package. We're not going to get that woman that is the sex goddess in the bedroom, the food goddess in the kitchen, the perfect nanny for the kids, the perfect bank account, a bank manager for the balance. You're not going to get somebody that is all of because we are not designed that way equally, nor are you. So what we really have to do is look at what is our priority. What is a fundamental that we will not go without? What will we not compromise on? For some people it might be looks. That's all you want, looks. Nothing else matters to you. For some people it might be the banking. I feel sorry if it is, because Kaching doesn't feel the heart. For some people it might be that sexy lover in the bedroom. Somebody that really knows how to touch your buttons. Believe me, I know what it's like to be touched like that, where that whole spiritual, ethereal, wonderful little experience can happen. But that doesn't mean you're complimentary on everyday life. And you may find that after the orgasm, where's the reality? comes down to it, can you sit in the same room with your mate without having to talk to each other, reading a book, watching TV, sitting in silence and still feel that you are together? Can you go for walks and long conversations? Do you find things to talk about with ease? Do you listen to each other back and forth or banter back and forth? 
Are you able to talk with other people without any jealousy, without any insecurity? Do you love doing the same things, or do you have something that you find that you do together, but each of you have something else you do you prefer to do with other people, friends, sports, associations? I don't mean love affairs. What we have to do is prioritize what our basic fundamental need is, what our basic fundamental man is. What maketh a man for me is a man of integrity. Of honor, of spirit, of in, of inquisitiveness. I cannot abide being lied to. It's a waste of time. Don't bother. Be secure in yourself and who you are and what you want. And if you want me, show me. Let me know. Let me be a part of your life and make sure you let me know that you want me to be. I'm all for you going off and doing your own thing with your friends, but when we're together, we're together. We have friends we share, friends that we have for each other, with each other, and the time together, and that time together is our time. When it gets to a point that you can't talk to each other anymore, that there is no conversation without some form of animosity, that there is no wonderful flow back and forth. You start to see that relationship being chipped away. One has to make an effort to keep those conversational lines open. And I can tell you this, guys. It's a huge one. If a woman has an affair on you, you feel utterly betrayed and enough to leave her. Yet men betray women in that manner far more times. But women seem to forgive. The trust with a woman is if you betray her trust. Something she's trusted you with. For me, it will be my vulnerability. If I have given you my vulnerability, I'm giving that to you in trust. It means I feel safe in your presence, safe in your arms, safe in your world. And I expect you to honor that. I expect you to things that I've stewed in confidence to keep in confidence. I expect that you do not pass judgment on things that I tell you that I have done or where I feel just to come. The moment you betray that trust, you've broken that bond, you've broken and betrayed that vulnerability. I can't trust again after that. It's physically impossible for me to do so. I may forgive things that have happened or done, but there's that built in me that if you betray my trust in that manner and make me feel that I can't trust you with my vulnerability, I can't stay. So what makes the man in your life? Really be honest with yourself and remember, you want to have a good relationship. Have a good relationship with yourself first. That is the first and foremost. Find that love within yourself, confidence within yourself, purpose within yourself. Be somebody that is discovering who you are and what you want. Why do so many marriages break up? Because two people that are in discovery of their own lives get together, thinking they're each other's answer, only to find that they evolve without each other and therefore cannot keep the relationship going. We outgrow each other. This is what the advantage is of 
marrying later in life or having a relationship later in life. You know what you want. You've had the games, you've been to the party, you've explored the highest mountain and your exploration now is a little more in-depth. You speak about different things, there are different priorities, different principles and you're looking at life from totally different glasses. So somebody who comes into my life now, they've done the journey, they know who they are, they know what they want, they know what their purpose is and if we click it's because we're complementary to each other. But we do not have to meld to be all. We can be two distinct people complementing each other and that when we're together we form a beautiful unity. I don't know if I will have that again in my life. Time will tell. If I do, wonderful. If I don't, it's so be it. But for you young people that are out there looking for somebody, don't rush into marriage early. Do explore your own life first, both man and woman. Go and explore your lives. Discover what you want to do with your life. Realize that you'll probably change your career several times. Don't rush into marriage and then the kids and then almost all of a sudden you're having to change career, change life, change this, change that and everything is a burden. Slow down. Take your time. Travel. Travel to different cultures. Learn about the world. Take on something you never would have taken on. Go out of your comfort zone. Make new friends in totally different cultures, different religions, different genres, to everything. Broaden your spectrum. Become more comprehensive. Stop being so one-directional. Grow within yourself. Ask your own questions. Yes, we want you to look good. A groomed man tells you a deal about himself. He tells you that he cares, that he respects your eyesight. And he cares about himself. But a man that's forever pruning himself, forever chiseling that new ab, he hasn't got time for you. He's in love with his mirror. Really look at the person that you've got there in front of you. I recently did an interview that is um, airing this week, um, last week actually, you can download it on SoundCloud last week, called The Brand Guys. And uh, it's a couple that have put uh, all series together of branding men into what types they are and what those types want or do out of life and in reading this book you can kind of find out is that type for me or not we get drawn to that boy we get drawn to the the fast car and the fast life we get drawn to the flash and the dash but when it comes down to it are they the people for us are they the people for us to curl up on the couch with are they the people to see us through hard times are they the people to see the end of days with? Now you may not marry once, you may marry twice, you may marry thrice. Sometimes some things are just meant to come to an end. It's how we end it is what comes into question. But before you do get into that relationship, know who you are. Because in knowing who you are, it will help you understand what you want. Gentlemen, you want a woman to be a woman, treat her like one. You want her to be sexy? Look upon her as a sensual being. You want her to be intelligent? Speak to her. It's there. You want her to be loyal? Show her that loyalty. You want her to be respectful? You treat her respectfully. And you want her to have your children? Then honour her being.
She is not there for Saturday night pleasure, or to iron your shirts or keep your house clean. She is your partner. She is somebody there that you will travel through time with. Learn to respect one another. Contribute to the game. Participate in every way, but when to give each other space. Men, you need love as much as we do. You long for that companionship as much as we do. Be honest with what you want by being honest with who you are. Be honest with what you still have to do. And know that if you want something of value, you've got to work for it. When you entered into that job to make a career, do you just enter that first day and say, I'm here, everybody bow down? Did you have to work your way up? Did you have to prove yourself? Even as an entrepreneur, you have to prove yourself. It takes time, it takes work, it takes dedication. If you are building that career, you're not going to be able to take on a serious relationship and give it the time it needs. So be honest with the people you're dating and say, my career is coming first right now. I am dating. I can't get serious until I'm stable. Because when you do meet that person, that person that's captured your heart and your spirit and your soul, you will want to give her the time. You will want to invest in her as much as you did your business, your dream. For without her, that dream suddenly seems very dull. Understand, a partnership has to be worked on. It has to be valued. It has to be respected. It has to be understood, so therefore it has to be communicated with. Hone on on your communication skills. Learn to listen, not just from your own perspective, but opening up to what she's truly saying to you. That, of course, is what I teach, the Diva Unity, of understanding your personality trait and how you communicate. If it's not my program, find a program that will help you understand the different perspectives to which we communicate and learn to speak to one another and not at one another. Yes, guys, we want you to be sexy. The Brad Pitts, there's a few younger sexy ones right now. But hey, I'm going to talk to my age group. After all, that's where I am. I think the Sean Connery's of the world. He was my sexual idol. Very sexy man. But you know, there's a lot of young guys out there today. But equally, they do not want to be looked upon just for their sex appeal. Shaman Ma. Is it Shemaine Ma? Shemaine Ma? He's an incredibly sexy young man. But he plays such a beautiful, intense, deep role. And his love and integrity and value over his mother speaks volumes of how he respects a woman and how he treats a woman. Don't forget, the way you treat others is a huge reflection on how you will treat someone that you want a relationship with. <gasps> if you are disrespectful, degrading, demoralizing to other people, then who am I going to trust you with me? Forget that. If you are respectful and value other people in their ups and their downs, and you show that care, that consideration, and that respect, then I'm ready to talk, as was any other young woman out there. Do not think that by pulling a prank on someone that makes them feel devastated or videoing something or tweeting something or Instagramming something or YouTube something that makes somebody else look a fool that gives you a laugh at their expense 
makes you a man? Think again. The same goes with abuse of animals. If you abuse an animal, you are no man. You are no human. The way you treat other people reflects incredibly who you are, what your character is, what your integrity is. And if you wish people to see you and treat you integrally, then you stand up to living up to that. So what make of a man? Somebody who is confident enough in themselves to know that life is a constant journey, that it's a constant discovery, and it's a constant building up on oneself. Somebody who is respectful and honourable to other people. Somebody who cares for humanity. Somebody who values life. And somebody who believes in unity. And that will give you and invest in you the time you deserve. I hope you find your Superman. I can guarantee there are out there. But as equally as they're out there, they're looking for that honourable woman. And are you the woman for them? So you decide what maketh your man. Write a few things down of what you want. Then write what you need. Then write who you are and see where your match is. Don't just learn love for love's sake, folks. Learn to love yourself before you can love another so another can love you. Until next week, bye for now.